Welcome to Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth, the podcast of Plymouth United Church of Christ. I am Pastor David, and on behalf of the members of this congregation, thank you very much for joining us. May God bless you through these words, and may you know God's love through them. Now, the podcast. Keith is going to read our scripture lesson for us, but just want to introduce this a bit. This is uh, the Exodus story. Moses has led the people out of Egypt uh, across the Red Sea and out into the, into the desert, into the wilderness, and they are complaining about their lack of, of food uh, and that things are not going really the way that they would like them to, and so this is what happens. So, Keith, I invite you to come up and read, please. The Old Testament lesson is taken from Exodus 16. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, and we sat by the fleshpots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heavens for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it, is, it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked toward the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening, quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. Thank you, Keith. Our gospel lesson is from the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, we're in the 20th chapter here. This is a continuation of what's happening on the, uh, in the chapter before. Jesus has uh, been with his disciples and some others, so we've had that... Um, uh, the passage where Jesus says, let the children come unto me, and then the rich young man comes up to Jesus that asks, what must I do? And Jesus said, you must sell everything you own and give it to the poor, and it says that he is sad and he walks away, and then Jesus goes 
immediately into this parable. And so hear now and listen for how God is speaking to you through these words from Matthew's Gospel. This is Jesus speaking. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. And so they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same, and about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? And so the last will be first, and the first will be last. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. God is a generous God. Generous God. A God of giving. A God who is generous beyond what is sensible. In the benediction, we'll, uh, we'll use the phrase, God's strange generosity. And I use that in the greetings today as well. God's strange generosity. Because it's a, it's, it's a generosity at a level which we often fear to tread. Which we are often afraid to achieve or hesitant to achieve. Uh, and we hear about God's generosity in this parable. We also hear, I, I think, some subtle uh, uh, Jesus also talking about gratitude, although I'm not talking about that so much today, but talking about God's gratitude or God's generosity. In this parable we read last Lent when we had our Wednesday night soup and scripture lessons and we were talking about uh, the kingdom of heaven as Matthew calls it, the writer of the Gospel of Matthew uses kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, realm of God, commonwealth of God, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we, we read this parable during those Wednesday night soup and scriptures as we were talking about the realm of God and whatever we want to call it, think of it as this is what God is like. This is what God imagines for the world. This is God's vision of what a right and a just way is of forming community. This is what a godly world looks like. And in this one, it's a community of generosity 
of abundance, of enough for everyone. And we live in a world of abundance. We often talk about scarcity and not enough resources, but it's a world of abundance. There is enough for everyone. We just don't distribute it as well as we could or as well as we should. But we live in a world of abundance because it's God's world. And God is a God of abundance and a God of generosity. I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you. There's abundance. There's enough for everyone. But also in here is not uh, a call for excess or prosperity. I think there's in here a, a kick in the teeth of the prosperity gospel. God doesn't just keep heaping riches upon us at the expense of other people. But we are in a world of abundance. Or maybe even a a bit of a kick in the teeth to our Protestant work ethic that says, you know, work, work, earn, earn, earn. And God says, no, it's, it's about give. Give, give, give. Be generous. Give. We see it in the Exodus story. God provides the meat and the manna, provides enough for everyone. And, and only enough, just enough. Not an abundant, not a, 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 an over uh, too much, or doesn't allow people to take too much, and doesn't allow people to go without. Those who take too much have their excess spoiled. We didn't read that far in the, in the lesson, but those that take too much, it spoils on them, the, the worms and the bread that show up the next day. And those who take too little, their jars are filled until they have enough. And the employer here in the parable is offering a day's wages. That's enough to eat and to survive for the day, to maintain life. It's enough, uh, and he pays that to all, all the workers, whether they worked a full day or a partial day, gives them a day's wages. Regardless of how much they worked, Because no matter how much they worked for them to survive that day, they need a day's wages. So they deserve to live for that day. God's world is one in which no one goes hungry, no one is homeless, no one goes without, no one suffers from lack of resources. This generous God, God is a giving God, that's God's nature. Giving manna, in the wilderness, love and grace through Jesus, giving us the Holy Spirit and what God does in our daily lives, make the corn and the wheat and the cranberries grow, makes the flowers grow and bloom and give us beauty, makes the cattle give milk and give birth to other cattle, all other animals giving birth, giving children to us, all this generosity of God, and also each, every 24 hours, God gives us another gift, a new day, a brand new day. Morning has broken. It's a new day, a chance to start over, a new beginning, a new opportunity, the mistakes or failures or pain of yesterday, it's all in the past. Let it go. God gives us a new day to become a new person. 
God gives us this gift of a new and fresh start, a chance to try something new or to readjust our lives. We always have this new day, this new chance to embrace God's gift of life, of abundant life, grace and love. And to know that God doesn't care so much if we arrived very early and have been faithful and our lives have been in order and lived good and well for a long, long time, or if we have come late, maybe only just recently started to get our lives in order, or even if we haven't gotten that far yet, wherever we are on that journey, came late, came early, haven't started, God loves us all the same. God's love for everyone is equal. God loves us equally. I choose to give this last to the same as I give to the first. Our reward, although I don't like to say the word reward because it implies that we've earned it, that we've done something to gain it. So maybe let's say God loves us equally. That's the gift. That's God's gift. That's not our reward, but it's God's gift. God's present to us. That's the radical nature of God's love. God's generous gift to us. God's strange generosity is that we are loved as we are, equally. And with all of creation, all that God has made, Regardless of the awful things we've done, and also, and I think this is the, the radical point that Jesus often makes, and this bold step that Jesus makes, is it's also, God's love is also regardless of the wonderful things that we've done. Regardless of the awful things we've done, regardless of the wonderful things we've done, God loves us. Whatever. Because God is generous. God's love, manna from heaven, all that we have, the fruits and the vegetables of the earth, the air that we breathe, the water that we drink, each new morning is a gift. A gift. Not a reward, not a payoff, not a payment, not a salary, not a wage, not an enticement, just a gift. Because that's who God is. God is generous in giving and loving a gift. Today I woke up. What a gift. A chance to start over. To let go of whatever pain we might have or suffering or guilt, shame, whatever it is. Today I woke up. What a gift. Today is a new day. Morning has broken. Greeted with hope tabula rasa, an empty page to begin again. I choose to give to the last the same as I give to you. Amen. And that is the good news for this day and for all days. Thank you again for listening to the Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth podcast. If you are in the Eau Claire area, we especially invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And I invite you also to check out our website at pcucc.com for upcoming events and special worship services. 
from Plymouth United Church of Christ, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. This is Pastor David. Thank you for spending this time with us. May God bless you.